Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, you are now tuned in to the Sankofa Paradox with Ed D and Low Key on ATL Underground Radio. ATL, what's happening? We're good to be here with you again on another Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. I hope everybody's enjoying their football and your family time. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you're doing uh, during this time of celebration. I hope everybody having a good time. Welcome to the Underground once again for another Sankofa Paradox. With me, Ed D, got my man Low Key. Got the resident PhD, Dr. Funkenstein, over here behind me. We're going to get into some stuff for today. Uh, I'm definitely in a good mood for the moment. Uh, Falcons up 17-10 on the charges right now, but I'm, I'm not going to. I'm just going to revel in in the, in, the, in the being up by a touchdown right now because you know at any given moment the, I mean, the dirty birds 23 point lead the, the dirty birds <laughs> will give it back to them uh, we win at 28 and, to nothing and, and yeah don't, and, and don't get me wrong I'm a lose 30 through the 28 I'm, I'm a die Falcons fan don't get me wrong I've been down with the Falcons since Steve Barkowski you understand me but to uh, I know him <laughs> I love him but I know him so we're gonna be happy right now I'm in a good mood because we're up 17-10 yes right that's right 17-10 over the charges, but we're gonna keep a close eye on that. Let's uh let's go ahead and get into the into the day, into the evening. We got some good topics going on with you today. And I'm gonna throw this alley oop over there uh to the brother, Mr. Low Key, and he's gonna let you know what we shall be speaking about on today's Shizzo. What's up, ATL? What's up, America? What's up, world? So we all know it's been some goings on around here Gwans with on. this. GA Senate runoff. I mean, I'd have been cracking up by watching the commercials. Yeah. I mean, I have died laughing. I mean, you had a woman on the commercial say she called Loeffler personally, and Loeffler called the unemployment office, and Loeffler told the unemployment office to give her the woman her money, and they gave that woman her money. Lies. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> but it was on the whole commercial. Warnock then told Lafleur she she need to quit lying on him and Jesus. <laughs> he really did, though. Like, he, he I really mean, did. if you don't know what I'm talking about, there was a – the GA Center debate was held this past week. Uh, it was Lafleur on the stage versus Warnock. And she got roasted. And all I'm going to say is you never put somebody who's not a politician, who's very rich, and who's never really served much of anything. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say that, but much of anything, against a pastor mm. who's also a Morehouse man. Mm. That does not sound like a smart thing to do. No. And based upon the actual um, debate, it was not a smart thing to do. I guess why I saw the announcer cutting his throat saying cut it because <laughs> it was that bad. It was, yeah. ooh, we. I don't know who who I don't know who trained her who I got her up for her debate, but they need to go back to the drawing well, board. See, there, there wasn't a whole lot of training because there was a, a a couple of pictures that showed her having on an earpiece, so she was being straight fed something. So that there wasn't a whole lot of training going on. Obviously, she had to have on an earpiece for somebody to go, "Hey Kelly, don't say that. Kelly, don't answer that. Kelly, don't forget to say radical." So whatever, what did she kept saying? She kept calling them radical, radical socialists. Yeah, keep saying radical socialists. Raphael Warnock, keep saying that, keep saying that. Because <laughs> that was pretty much all that was going coming out of her mouth going into that doggone earpiece she had on, by the way. So, yeah, she got, a, she got her little blonde behind handed to her real good. Um, that, so we're going to talk about the, G, G, the Georgia Senate runoff. Uh, also, understand that early voting starts on tomorrow. Tomorrow. December the, the 14th, 2020. We're going to talk about our dear president and his tantrums. 
Um, we're going to talk about the NBA seat. Preseason has already started. I, I can swear the Lakers just won. Just the, the, won the championship. But they're already in preseason. Yeah. And obviously, LaMelo Ball can ball. Really? And, yeah. And then we're going to talk about the aliens. The aliens? And I ain't talking about the ones that come across our border. The aliens? <laughs> I, 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 if you don't, we're going to talk about all this. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a topic of discussion. Because. Listen, I want I want to talk about Orange. And and his and his tantrums first, just just on the side note part of, before we get dive into the, the big topics. I mean, we, he he always talks about uh, you know I've, I'm the only person done this in history, or I'm the, in, doing my president. This is the only thing that's ever held this in history. How about the fact this is the first time in history we've ever had to ask the question: Is the outgoing president going to lead the White House, <laughs> or is he going to lead the White House in a classy? Form or fashion or orderly fashion to usher in the the current presidency. Uh, how about that as a milestone on first ever in history to just let you know how low class and how much of a freak tart this dude is, and he never should have been president in the first decade. What you got, DJ? Or is he going to get uh, thrown out like Jazz in the Fresh Prince? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that's why I want to talk about it first, because I, you know what, I would I would run to D.C. on on put on my favorite pair of Jordans and run to D.C. to watch this some gun get pulled out the White House. I mean, I would pay good money to to watch that. That would be like the highlight of my life to watch them drag this orange son of gun out the White House and sit his orange ass right on. Uh, 1600, whatever it is, Boulevard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Pennsylvania, yeah, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. There we go. Pennsylvania Avenue, sit his behind. Yeah, you you from out there, you better know. <laughs> and watch them sit his behind right there on the street. Be like, uh, we'll, we'll get your things to you in the mail. Uh, good day, sir. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm just looking like Captain Cheeto, bro. This is crazy. He done lost the election, and, and the Supreme Court shut him down like crazy. And he, he firing everybody. Oh, 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 y'all want to turn on me? You fired. <laughs> this is a new celebrity apprentice. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, yeah. he firing everybody in the government. The, the presidential. Oh, you oversee what? Oh, you oversee Space Force? You out. <laughs> <laughs> You're out. No Space Force for you. <laughs> I mean. And it's, it's crazy. I, I've, I've got a, I'm, I won't call him a, a Facebook troll, but I got a knucklehead on my, on my friends list that he's a, a staunch Republican and, and Trump supporter, and he's been bragging about. You know, good job, Texas, and all the 18 other states that are having lawsuits. Guess what, bruh? All the lawsuits except for one have been shot down. He is not going to get any. Let's just give him Georgia. We'll just give him Georgia. He still loses. Nope, that got shut down already by the black judge oh, in Savannah. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, guess what? All right. Well, we can't even give you Georgia, partner. But, he lost. But, get but the you, freak over. But what you fouling the lawsuits at are areas where African Americans live. So, Somebody. if you filing them in in areas where African Americans live, what color you think the judge might just be? <laughs> so you gonna tell this judge that he should go ahead and suppress the voters of people that look like him? Yeah, ain't gonna happen. Which means you gonna suppress his vote too? Not unless you get a Clarence Thomas kind of us judge, but you know. I mean, I, I'm like this. I'm I'm just like this. At the end of the day, bruh, you judge lost. Oreo. Like you, you straight, you lost. You lost. Uh, you've you've tried your best to, you know, and your followers, your seventy three million followers, y'all have all tried to change this narrative, because I guarantee if you had one, we wouldn't have these problems. Let's 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 just talk 
you know, grown folk, you know, right from wrong, morality talk for just a second. Looking at this man and his presidency, you are a confirmed committer of sexual assault. There are thousands of people who have done work for you or your company, which is you, and you just outright never paid them. There are hundreds of people that I can say you did business with them and you straight up cheated them. Not to mention you, uh, you, you play to a base of people that you know are racist and or white nationalists or, and or have that evil and that demon in their heart of racial injustice. You play to that. Knowing full well it's wrong, but that's what you play to, and you wonder why you lost the race. That stuff does not last. It goes good for a while. It goes strong for a while. But in the end, as you've seen, even if somebody did go to some, go to some lengths to steal the race away from you, they did it because there are a, a crap ton of people in this country who realize you cannot be the president anymore. You should not be the president anymore. Guess what? When 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 Reagan went up against uh oh my history is failing me. Was it was it did Reagan win over He won over Jimmy Carter over the first Jimmy time. Carter. Yeah. When Reagan won over Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Carter had a lot of support. But Reagan won. Nobody did anything to 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 uh negatively push things in Jimmy Carter's favor. When Carter lost to I mean uh, when Reagan lost to uh uh Bush Nobody and a lot of people wanted Reagan to stay in. Reagan didn't lose to Bush. Reagan lost to who? Uh, George Bush the first. He ran against Michael Dukakis. That's right, Dukakis. Anyway, yeah. well, whenever, whenever, here's my point. Because like I say, my my history book, my my downloaded mental history books are failing me right now. In my lifetime, if you were born in 1977, we've seen a lot of presidents. And none, of, we didn't start having. Um, Big problems with voter suppression and, and making it harder for people to vote until this dude came into play. Now, all of a sudden, the very structure you put up that helped you win went against you. And my thing is, is see the writing on the wall, people. You know, see the writing on the wall, Trump and company. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. You were so much of a friggin' knucklehead that you made a lot of enemies and you peed off a lot of people and they decided this knucklehead could not be president anymore. You did it to yourself. I mean, just across the board, you did it to yourself. You didn't even you didn't even make sure you took care of the people who put you in office. You got in office and you disrupted their ebb and flowing of what they were doing. You know? And if it came down to it, nope, he is not going back in the White House. You did it to yourself. So Take your little behind back up to your little tower. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> your little tower I'm talking over here. Your little tower and, and you know, treat your wife better and take care of your son. And uh, your no, you want me treating your wife better. Well, she finna leave him too? Deuces. For real? Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. no, you playing. Uh, Melania? Yeah. 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 yeah, brother, ain't looking good for that marriage. No, 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 no. I need a link. I need a link or something. Yeah. Somebody give me a link. Yeah. 
It's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. I don't believe that. The, She's the, leaving them. The, yeah, the family, one of the family attorneys, everything came out and said, yeah, it's a done deal, bro. Oh, Lord. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you lose the presidency and you lose your wife. <laughs> you, you grab it too many. You grab it too many by the... Uh, too many. You grab it too many peas out there. Yeah, yeah. Two for one it's, special. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's an L. And then she figured you about to go to jail anyway. So. Yeah. Because <laughs> the attorney general of New York, she is not I, playing yeah, games. I, yeah, that, that's a sister, right? Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. ain't playing. She's like this. Sue's January 21st. <laughs> if y'all can't see me, I'm looking at my lips right now. Now, <laughs> now I, I have heard that it's pretty much a, a, a um, figuratively speaking, lynch mob waiting on this dude. I mean, they, they pitchforks and torches, they, they ready to hem this sun gun up after he gets flown. Pretty much what people are saying is they're going to fly him away from the White House in Marine One. Probably to a federal, <laughs> a federal holding area. So you know, it's like, hey, Melania, Barham, y'all stay on the chops. We going y'all good. Uh, you come here. We we, we need to. Holler. But this other issue though that people don't understand: since October, that man has raised over two hundred and sixty million dollars. Yeah, that, that that tells you that like, that, that basic you have is. raised like you trying to pay off your loans for real. <laughs> like you was not trying to leave that White House with that debt. You hey. you trying to make sure that I'm like, are people that like are you that? Hung up on this man, and it never, and it never fails. It, it's if you, if you, if you understand what his base is, is a very large group of people who are slightly, to a degree, uneducated and easily led. And I, I'm, I've been around him. I've dealt with him since he's been a factor in in, in the United States politics. And <laughs> sorry to say it, I don't, I don't like being condescending like this, but. A lot of them folks are about dumb as a doornail. I mean, just quite literally. They are dumb as a bucket of shrimp. And you could easily get them to believe just about anything. And he's got their little brains wrapped around his little orange pinky finger. And they go with whatever he says. And it's, but, it's, but this is my it's thing, though. Own shame. Everybody want to talk about that. Everybody want to use the United States military as a narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody want to say support the military, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. This man raised two hundred over $260 million, but you got a lot of homeless military veterans How about that? in the street, <clears throat> homeless, and that's, hungry, and that's another thing without about jobs. the Republican Party. That I, that I tell people all the time, well, yeah, why, are you, why aren't you a Republican? Because I have some slightly Republican views. We all do. But the, we all do. The Republican Party does not care about you unless you can write a check for ten dollars or $15,000 and not blink about it, or write several checks for ten dollars or $15,000 for their causes and not blink about it. Now, let's talk about... let's. Uh, Somebody listen to the show, call in or send me a text or email and give me two philanthropic endeavors that the, <clears throat> that the Republican Party head heads up. Go ahead, I'll wait. Because you know, I won't hold my breath, but I'll wait. I'm not going to say that because you got Republicans that do do initiative, inner city initiatives. I, I didn't say individual Republicans. Oh, I mean. I said like the DNC uh, has some philanthropic endeavors that they actually head up, and this is the Democratic Party's theme. Not to mention the Democratic Party, period, is more for about politics for people's causes. Yeah, but they ain't doing much for us either. Well, for black folk, no. I mean, For people in in general, they are more directed towards the struggle of people more so than any Republican has ever been in my lifetime. I I, I guess I'm like, you know... (sighs) The thing is, when I think about politics, I think about a bunch of lies. And the reason I think oh, yeah. and the reason I think about a bunch of lies is this. At the end of the day, 
my people being shot in the street. Constantly. My people are constantly hungry. My people are, do, are all constantly through a cycle of welfare, while the, the opposite, the opposite, uh, our, our counterparts thrive. Even the poor thrive. The, the, the poorest Caucasian can go into a bank and get a loan mm-hmm. if they haven't messed up the last four. We can't do much of anything. Nope. And I mean, and I'm proud of the, the Black Bank Coalition and the Atlanta Hawks for actually taking out a loan from a black bank. There is nothing nobody can tell me about the Atlanta Hawks. I don't care if they win, lose, indifferent. Yeah. They stepped out on, a, on faith and a limb oh, yeah. and has a pact with the actual coalition of black banks. Mm-hmm. And they started in Carver State Bank, which is owned by African-Americans, African-American-owned, actually spearheaded this initiative. I don't want to hear nothing about no, nobody. Where, where is Carver State Bank? Uh, it's in Georgia. We need we need to get an address. It's in Georgia. We need, we need, to, get, um, we need to get them fifteen or fifteen seconds of fame. Producers, can somebody please get us this actual address of Carver State Bank? I appreciate we, it. We we need to put that out there. That's that's awesome. Like that's that's re, like that's on point. Like it's it's which means that we are actually moving in the right direction, and the other ones are helping us get there. And I, and I and I and I'm glad you brought that up. And I know we're drifting right now, but just we, we 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 can't talk about it enough. This is the direction that we need to be going in, and we've got tons more work to do because we still need to control the ebbing and flowing of a dollar. We still need to to build um, citadels of commerce in our neighborhoods to where black businesses are thriving. Now I don't care if that black business is a part of a larger franchise. It's still that portion of the franchise is still owned by a black person. So that's still black dollars in the black neighborhood doing black business. We still gotta gotta get that ball rolling and, and make that a lot. We need if 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 the brother hustle, Nipsey that is, died uh trying to make that thing, you know, a thing, don't let that brother's death be for nothing. Because he was taken out. Because he was trying to put black folks up on a, on a on a on a financial platform, and he was taken out for it. So if if, if the brother hustle, nips it at his, if that's what his thing was, I say we need to take that torch and run with it. And it, and this is kind of the beginning. All right. So Carver State Bank is in it's on 701 Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, How about ain't that? there? In Savannah, Georgia, three one four one five. So it's in Savannah. So, which makes sense because a lot of things come up out of Savannah. Yeah. But I mean, that's if you don't understand, that is for a major team to go out and actually get a, a and, and get a partnership and a loan through a black bank. You got to understand how big that is. Because when one does it, others pretend. Uh, now we don't expect the Atlanta Dream to do it. No, nah, hell no. Because Lafleur, Lafleur ain't going that right. Yes, Lafleur is the own one of the own principal owners of Atlanta Dream. Principal. Yeah, so principal. yeah, but when your when you the principal owner and your team go rock go vote Warnock shirts, I mean we didn't know most people didn't know who Warnock was until, until they wore that on national yeah, TV. That te- that should tell you something. That should tell you something. Yeah, definitely put him out so, there. So I mean, it's just like wow. Definitely put him out there a little bit. And that's the direction we're really to be going in. We need we need you need somebody to champion our cause in that fashion and, and, and put us up on the board financially. And that's, that's just maybe one of the little pieces starts from it. I mean, and, and that's all we can ask. We just got to ask for a starting point. Oh, yeah. We got to start somewhere. But I'm all like. need a starting point. But again, though, like, he raised $260 million his 
October. Yeah. And again. He, he getting it. They can, can the VA get some of that? No. Yeah. Of course not. I mean, I, 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 you know, in all seriousness, I'm not being funny. I'm being real. Everybody wants to make the military their narrative. They want to jump on Warnock saying that when he said he can't, you can't serve God and the military. And that actually is something from the Mamans that come from the Bible, from Matthew. So and he said, basically was saying if you get your house in order, then told, you know how things roll. He told her in that debate, you probably should have listened to the rest of the message. Cause you missed the man. He said, he said it so condescendingly, but it was so, so, so well condescendingly put. <laughs> uh, baby, you you missed the message. You should got to. <laughs> you didn't get the message, darling. You need to get. You need to get that word in your head, and you need to see where I was coming from. Go ahead, DJ. What you got? Here's the messed up thing. I saw that stupid ad on YouTube earlier today. <laughs> like really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. And she, she can't shake the fact. She was just at his church. Right. And you were just at his church yeah. talking. So you was he was cool before he became your your, yeah. your opponent, right? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and I mean, when he asked her, he said, You just, you know, you talk about that, but you was just you just had a sit-down conversation with a non-white supremacist. Yep. What did she say? She she said, uh, so this leftist <laughs> radical warning. I was like, is that your speech? That's her like, speech. Like, like that's all she got. Hey, 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 guess who else was radical? Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Guess what's radical? Martin Luther King. Jesus was radical. Guess, wait. Guess what's radical? <laughs> Your forefather is on Mount Everett. I mean, I mean, let's, let's think Not about Mount this. Everett. What, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, yeah, there you go. I, I was thinking about Everett because I was like, the dude that died, walked up there. I saw that the article where the man walked up Mount He climbed up Mount Everest and died at the top of it because he couldn't breathe because he had asthma. Yeah, that's wild. But your dudes were considered radicals. Why? Because they was going against the King of England. So you make it good for one and not for the other, right? Or they was going against the status quo norms. Of their time, which 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 is what makes them right. Oh, you mean like the abolitionists did? Yep, just like that. So we quick to say, oh, bad, radical, bad, <laughs> but that's all this country's built off of. It's radical. Radicalness. Yeah. Like so, let me get this straight. Stop, stop making those people do your yard work. That's it, that's radical. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like for real. Like that ain't my cotton. I didn't buy this before. That ain't my tobacco either. I, I don't live here. Oh, I live here now. I don't even like sugar. <laughs> I mean, why am I picking it? So it's like you got to be <laughs> utterly half brain dead and sit here and say, "Well, that's okay, but that's not okay." Because yeah, I guarantee you, half these folk would back, back there be like, "No, no, slavery's the law." But that—that's what they—that's that's the law. They do when 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 it's when it's applied to this end of society, and it's like, oh, well, you know, well, that's just. Uh, mm. But then when it comes to us, no, 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 no. Life. No, no, no. 20 years, 30 years. No, no, no. You can't do that. You can't You can't say those things. Just like the misogynistic behavior? How about that? Okay, so people don't really know what that word means, do they? Mm. Oh, that means that a, 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 a person of color should not deal with a person of not color. Because mm. in a lot of places, including New York, in a lot of places, it was illegal. Yep. Especially Mississippi. You go to jail quick in Mississippi. Lose your life for that. So it's like, oh, but half y'all got little mixed children. Mm. How about that? So, Nash was down in them slave quarters long into the night. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> that 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 slave or that that free black man or free black woman can't marry that free white man or white woman because that's 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 wrong. But you can go and make sure you have plenty of babies with your your house slave. How about that? See, I, I want people to have a clear understanding about my stance on this situation. 
there has been a lot of travesties and bad things done to a whole ethnicity of people a whole race of people and everybody you know the reason i separate because here in america you're african-american but in australia you're not african-american you're australian in africa you're african you're africana down in colombia in south america you're south america you're colombian in central america you're central and you're a central american in jamaica you're jamaican in haiti you're haitian you're black but you're haitian that's an ethnicity mm-hmm. i when i say you have messed over a whole race of people i'm talking about on multiple continents yes in multiple countries yes and see, people, most of us may not know what the word Kaffir means. Kaffir is equivalent to the word N-I-G-G-E-R. But that's what they use in Africa. There's a book who? by Mark Metheban called Kaffir Boy. What, what, what was the Kaffir describing, though? Huh? It was, it was describing an African. Okay. And the African was something that was considered lower than an animal. Okay. So at the end of the day, you had the Aborigines in Australia who just... Almost done disappeared off the face. How you? How a whole ethnicity, a whole race of people disappeared? How did you, you mean the same way you done pretty much almost made Native Americans extinct? How about that? So it's like, do not sit up here and say radical when you talk about a man in a pulpit. But people might have considered you radical when you decide to graduate from college, go work for a company, and marry your boss. Yeah, that would have been real radical. Who happens to be the president of the New York Stock Exchange? Conflict of interest. So when you the senator that decided to offload your stock before the pandemic hit. Mm, insider trading. I mean, I can't say that because I wasn't there. But it sure looked kind of funny. It sure looked kind of funny. When your pres- your husband is the president of just, the New York Stock Exchange. You just happened to sell off millions of dollars of stock right when a thing was coming to crash into the economy and make it not so good. You got other people jumping out of windows, but you good. You good. Their producer, he wanted the briefing. Dude, that's a text message. I was not there. Oh, dude couldn't call you on the phone. <laughs> like this is 2020, right? Dude, we don't, we don't. You don't have to be there. Dude. No, dude. Dude can say, uh, David, we need to talk. <laughs> you need to sell. Well, the, they found him of no wrongdoing. I'm sure they did. Oh, yeah. Because they probably did the same thing. Ain't nobody finna mess with the president of the New York Stock Exchange wife. Come on now, let's let's be real. So it's one of the things where it's, as, as everybody talks about this stuff, it's almost, again, seems like you point the finger at one but not the other. I remember we roasted Clarence Thomas when he had the, the allegations after he touched that girl behind. Roasted Clarence Thomas. Your president said grab him by the what? There was a pubic but what's the roasting? There's a pubic hair. What, what's the roasting? <laughs> we, we locked up Bill Cosby talking about Me Too. With no evidence. But this man had to come out of his mouth. He said it out loud. Just grab him right in the woohoo. So I'm like, I'm confused. And they just let you do it when you're a celebrity. They just let you do whatever you want. So while he throwing these tantrum tantrums, talking about somebody else breaking the law. Let's talk about the laws he's broken. I mean, and again, this is our president of the United States of America. He was duly elected and installed as a president in 2016. But now let's uninstall him. <laughs> can, can, we, can we go to the settings and, and, and click you can't, uninstall? You can't, you can't be losing the game and, and press power or, or reset. On, you well, we can't can do go it. to settings and click uninstall, right? Yeah, you we can't do that. that. You can't click reset, we right? Finna, we finna uninstall his ass. We, 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 done, we done had to suffer these four years. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, again, at the end of the day, it's one of the things where he's literally, he is a sore loser. 
He's yeah. literally throwing tantrum tantrums. Bruh, be happy that you got 73 million votes. If this had been any other election, you would have won. We, we, we gonna, Just we gonna, not this one. We're going to toss it back to the doctor in a minute, but the next person that brings up Donald Trump from the HBCUs, I'm going to choke slam you because <laughs> you did not, you don't understand exactly what he did. I'm sorry, he, what? He, he took a, every time, my little, my little Facebook debater, you know, he was the first president to ever fund HBCUs. First of all, HBCUs been getting funded. Been getting funded. <laughs> like, now, first of all, he took us a quarter. He took a quarter from us and gave us back a dime. So oh he didn't really do that much. I mean, you, you really got to peel back the layers of that. 1.9 billion in Pell Grants. But, uh, how about that? I mean, one, oh 1.9 billion. That's what we billion. lost, by the way. That's what he just one point nine. And everybody's like, oh, but that, that goes to everybody. Mm, look look at the division of the Pell Grant. Mm, then go from there. Exactly. Uh, Harvard ain't doing too much Pell Grant. But the, ne the next one of you that says he, next person that says he funded HBCUs, I'm going to choke slam the shit at you. I'm just, I'm just telling you. I'm sorry. Uh, but I'm, I'm gonna choke slam it. But I, but I said this. Oh, he did the second chance and get free. No, fool. He been partnering his boys. <laughs> he right now trying to figure out how to pardon himself. Yes. Why you got to pardon yourself? Everybody in your family he's trying to figure out how to Why pardon. you have to pardon yourself? You ain't did nothing wrong. Because mm, he know that axe is coming. But that axe. I mean, no, no, for real. You ain't did nothing wrong. Why are you trying to pardon yourself? Mm. I ain't never but, seen. But the crazy thing about it was, I, I, he well. Depending on what the loopholes are, he may actually get away with that. But but wait, but wait, let's just. That's be a federal crime. But well, that's what I'm saying. New uh, York a state crime. Well, that, that, that that's what I was getting to. He he may absolve himself from all the federal negativity, but them state charges still waiting on you. I, I wish Rikers was still open. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Come here, Donald. <laughs> Donner, come here, Donner. Yeah. Wait, wait. You know, you know the, the South Park, the movie, the episode yeah. with Satan and the Devil and uh, and uh, Saddam Hussein. I can see that now. Yeah. Come here, Donald. <laughs> Where my money? <laughs> Donna, Where my money? Holla at you, Donna. But I mean, but again, though, you trying to pardon yourself before you? I'm like, dude, because he know it's coming. He know that hammer's coming. I mean, I mean, she waiting though. Yeah. I, ain't, I ain't never seen an attorney general waiting so like. She is perched. She like. You want, remember you talking about Como? Bird of prey. <laughs> he, he, he has to pardon you. Yeah. I don't think that's happening. No. Because he's waiting like. Um, there would have to be several briefcases of at least several hundred million dollars in it for the next several years for the Como to, to, to pardon, you know, President Trump. But I, like I said, I don't see it happen. But yeah, he, he's got a lot coming from him uh, after this, after was January 21st. Putin may give him a break on the loan he got from Putin. He may give him a break. I don't think Putin's going. I think he lost it. He's been, see, at this point, he, he lost. So he's no longer, he's a non-mother-loving factor to Putin right now. So I think Putin's pretty much like, hey, uh, get him. You know, whatever you got to do. But, uh, Doc, if you're on back there, go ahead and holler us. I know you, I know you got some itching. You, 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 you want to spit a little something to us. Go ahead. Well, first I want to talk about um, the Orange Power Ranger. Um, everybody talked about how how great he is with money and everything, and he's going to fix our economy. But nobody really paid attention to what he did to the economy of Atlantic City. How about that? Mm. This that man place is a ghost town right single -handedly now. Single-handedly destroyed the economy of an entire city. Yeah. And I'm not talking about something that I heard. I'm talking about what I know because I was there. I watched the workers striking yeah. in the casinos. Why? Because they wanted health care. 
They wanted their employer to pay for their health care, which is what any educator has, which is what anybody that, that works in public transportation has. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just not, they didn't ask for nothing special. So you know what he did? He said, well, you know what? Screw it. I'm closed down. Yeah. Did, and he did that more than once. And that started a train reaction, which destroyed <laughs> that economy. So don't talk to me yeah. about how oh, yeah. he's going to fix the economy. That's that's number one. Because right now, if you roll through Atlantic City and get caught in the wrong place, you might be naked by the time you get ready to come back home. Because Atlantic Facts. City is pretty much the Wild West right about now. Facts. It Facts. is, is freaking the frontier. But how you say he's good with... Money and economy, and you done filed bankruptcy eleven times. And but see, they 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 overlook these types of things. You, you know? overlook anything yeah. you choose to when you want to prove a point. Exactly. When, I mean, because I mean, think about it like this. I mean, I have sat there and listened to people talk about this man and say, "Oh, like I heard some people say, man, the Democrats Biden stole the election." I'm like, Biden didn't count one vote. He wasn't at nobody vote poll, count nothing. I mean, not even that. I, not even that. So. So now, because black people vote, we stealing. <laughs> but but hold on, if that if we're gonna talk about somebody stealing an election, then we can go back to that election where uh, what was it Bush only won the uh, electoral college, but he lost the the popular vote by like five to one, something crazy yeah. like that. So oh, if you oh, want oh. if you want to cry sour grapes, we can cry. Well, that. Not, let's stick with Georgia. I mean, so the Secretary of State decides to make the voter rules and then run for governor. Mm -hmm. How about that? I mean, but hold up, but he did not excuse himself from his position. So he counted the votes in the race that he ran for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So conflict everybody wanna talk about stealing something, but again, um pink people, you stole the whole country. How about that? No, we discovered it. How you discover something that was already there? No, because you know, if you if you weren't there, you didn't see me coming first with the people that I was talking to that was that talked my language. <laughs> Well, listen, right. listen. This, this whole voter thing, I think this is this is starting to be uh, this 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 kettle has started boiling around the times of Junior Bush, because if you saw during the times of Junior Bush, and Junior Bush can't stand that man. Yeah. Like he can't. But, how but, you can't stand now somebody? He, now he wasn't. Of course, he wasn't doing this. That was it. Wasn't related. But that was a Republican thing when they were making it hard to vote. Because remember, during the times of George Bush. That's when they start to call in the question, well, you need this kind of IDs to be able to vote. Mm -hmm. Or you need this kind of address. Or you need... They were, they were just coming they up with... they took it out of the colleges. They took it out yeah, of the HBCUs. They, they were coming up with like all that. these different yeah. things to say you got to have this to be able to vote. Or you can no longer, like you said, you can no longer vote here. You can only vote here. And then Trump got into it. And then now you've only got, you know, one voting place for almost... A 50 or 60 mile radius of people to come vote. Mm -hmm. so some trash like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this, this has been, this has like been a, a Republican thing to make it hard to vote. And the very thing, and the very pit they dug to benefit their their candidates is the very thing that sucked them down down into losing this daggone election. So now, be, be mad at yourself. Now I want to say this. Now we talk about Leffler, right? And, and, and if you watch the debate, you have to pay attention to the things that she was saying. Radical leftist socialist Raphael Warnock. She said that every time she said, he said his name, um, basically this is a form of branding and marketing, mm -hmm. okay? And it's really meant to just program 
us as the listeners that this is what this person is. Well, hold and, on. And, I mean, just one pause. It's meant to program stupid people who are easily led. That, that's, that's who fine. It's meant to, that's who it's meant to program. That's fine. But but I'm, I'm going to keep it generalized and say us. Now, you can make yourself one of the people that are not sheep by being woke. And that's a whole nother conversation. But like when I, when I, when I hear these talking points, right, it puts me in a situation where I say, okay, you people keep saying socialist. What is socialism? Don't just say it to me. Okay. Teach me what socialism is. I guarantee you the majority of people that bring it up, they don't know the simple fact that socialism is a political and economical theory that, uh, 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 economic theory of social organization, which advocates uh, that the means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned and regulated by the community. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? And, and here's an example of that. If you got a stimulus check and you're looking for another stimulus check, the stimulus money from the government is a is a piece or a part of socialism. So if you got a problem with socialism, then send me. Oh, you mean like welfare? Don't yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh no, but, but, but only gotta, black people on welfare. Even yeah. though if you look at the numbers, we only wake welfare, up, make up like twenty percent Caucasian. Exactly. So and don't, that's don't my point. Do if, if you got a problem with socialism, don't take another stimulus check and get off government assistance. Go ahead. You know, and now, now, and then, that and includes then, farmers. Yeah. Exactly. Then so they, then they want to talk about uh, he's a Marxist. But what is Marxism? Like you, call, you mean like Karl Marx? Yes. You mean like his theory? Of yes. Economics? They don't know what that is, though. Oh, oh. T- tell them what that is. Because they just use it. And I'm like, I be, I be what is a Marxist? Uh, uh, it's a Karl communist. Marx you basically came up with a theory that says that you can't, you can't have, you can't have a, a high class, you can't have a low class. You, everybody must be in a median to, for to keep the economy and the population able to survive. That is, a, that is a basically overview of what Marxism so it's is. Pretty much deleting the haves and the have nots. Right. It's, it's, and it's actually one of the systems like in other countries like Germany and stuff like that. You know, people that get more money than us. Yeah, like that. So. I'm just being real. Be real. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Canada actually practices a, a type of socialism. And guess what? People try, escape here to go get better health care up there. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever been to Canada, they, oh, are, they, they, they clean. They streets are clean. You don't see no homeless nowhere for real. They must hide them in a the basement somewhere. Because <laughs> I don't, I mean, I, I've been to Canada. I walked around Canada. I was trying to find, I was actually trying to find their homeless. I was like, dang, I know they got to have some homeless somewhere. I knew you was coming. I was like, hey, get it. <laughs> that, that, that must happen because I... Get them off that corner. <laughs> man, don't you see that tourist? You better hide in that basement. Uh, unless they had a bunch of Oscar the Grouch or somewhere. I mean... But see, you know, yeah, then they, another another buzzword. He's a communist. But do you know what communism is? Like, if, if people stop using these words but they without use looking the- them up. Because communist is really simply... Uh, 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 a society in which all property is publicly owned and, and, and each person works and is paid according to their abilities so so if if I'm if I'm trilling what I do I get paid good money but if I'm mediocre and I live off and I'm just a leech and I just got this person under me that makes me look good then I don't get paid that much money so let's call a spade a spade your people say these rhetoric terms because of the wars we've been into mm-hmm. they want they want to make sure that the rhetoric makes what they their side look good cause I'm pretty sure in the other countries that practice socialism communism capitalism is a bad word yep see what I'm saying so I mean let's 
Let's be real about this situation. Now, no system is perfect and no system is greater than the other. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's system different and it fits and it's supposed to fit their country. The issue that most people have is we interfere mm-hmm. with their governments. We say, I'm Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. And you're going to follow what Big Daddy say. And if not, Big Daddy going to destroy your economy. Because everybody want to talk about the Castros, Fidel Castro and Raul Castro but and Chi Cavada, but guess what? We don't want to arm those people when it was in our best interest. Beyond we, that, Castro was a freedom fighter. Right, but, but him and G. Cavada was freedom fighters. But again, so was Saddam Hussein at one point in time. Facts. People keep forgetting, we armed these people mm-hmm. until they said, wait a minute, no, that's not in the best interest of my country. Yeah. All of a sudden, they become a bad person. Yeah. They're bad now. Castro said, y'all got to go. Yeah, we're like, oh, uh, you supposed to give me that all for three cents on a barrel, yeah. not for three dollars. And they be like, no, brother, we give it to you for three dollars because you sell them into South America for six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We not stupid. So, so now that we not we not dumb, you want to have a problem with us? Now we gotta go to war. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Because I'm like, I thought we supposed to protect freedom. Mm. We to, we have yet to go in Libya. No, it's the freedom for me to make money. Oh, that's what it is. So we, well, not we, me to make money because that's I why we don't go. Like, I don't have the color of the protection for the collection, so not for me to make money. <laughs> oh, I guess so. That's why we don't go in Sudan and Darfur no, to protect those no, people. No, no, because it's not it's not the right color of people. Oh, that, that what it is. Yes. And if you don't know what we're talking about, I'm talking. The reason I'm talking about Darfur and Sudan is because, you know, when you talk to people that are from there and the things they have to go through to survive, I mean, think about it. And if you're a woman, you have children, that you have to understand that to go get water from this lake or this river or this pond, you may be beaten up and raped going and back just to get your children water. I thought that's what our military was built for Mm because that's what I was told in school. Mm -hmm. That's why I was saying we fight for freedom. Well, you're right. Is it for the freedom of capitalism? Because it don't seem like it's for the freedom of the people. And I'm at the end of the day, I'm like this. I support our military because these, these men are at work. They're doing their jobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're working. <clears throat> and to me, a civil servant is a civil servant, whether you're a military, police officer. But how about you give the teachers that same respect? Mm. I don't see nobody coming on the news saying, hey, uh, support your teachers. Nope. I don't, I don't see no debates about teachers. But I but 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 you know what? If teachers all across this country had a mass walkout because they making teachers be face to face, putting their lives in danger, oh, dude, I, I think rich people lose money. Rich people lose money. Yeah. Because you got to think about it. If your teachers walk out, that means nobody's in your building. Mm-hmm. So that means all y'all that's making these the state that's making this money that these you know people pay for, you don't get that money no more because mm-hmm. it's basically FTE and attendance. If she's not there, your kid's not there. No. Because people keep forgetting, education is a billion dollar industry. Billion dollars. Actually, if you want to be honest about it, it's close to a trillion dollars. But, you know, we we leave that alone. But the issue that I have with all this is, Captain Cheeto, you have made statements. Your cronies have made statements. Anytime your crony don't do what you say or don't break the way you want to, you throw a tantrum tantrum and go after your country. You want to not fight with your crony. Mm-hmm. Now, your followers have to sit up here and be like, hey, dude, don't do, don't throw me under the bus like that. Mm-hmm. Well, what you think he was going to do? Exactly. His favorite words are, you're fired. Mm-hmm. So you don't think he's going to come after you after you didn't break, after you didn't do it his way? 
or he will come after you even if you do it his way. Look at Kemp. Kemp did exactly what he said. Then later on, oh, I think he handled that the coronavirus situation horribly. Yeah, but he wow. listened to you. He listened <laughs> yeah. to you. He did exactly what you told him to do, and then you threw him under the bus. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. But that what you said? Right. Uh, so we can, we didn't get uh we can get some like bleach or injection, which which cleans it up in like a minute. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, hold on. So, can we do something like that? Because it cleans it in like a minute. All right. So, it's another thing I want to bring up when it comes to uh, Captain Cheeto. So, you know, there was a report. Trump did a, a, um, he did, he came on and did a, a, a State of the Union and, and a speech or whatever, a briefing, a briefing. And his briefing, he was talking about, you know, how space is going to be our new resource, our space and the things in space, you know. He kept saying space, 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 space. You know how space, you know, space is going to be our new initiative, blah, blah, blah. And he almost said something. I watched the briefing. He almost said something about space that he was not supposed to say because he had laid over real quick. He was like, nah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so you all have a clear understanding. Um. A former Israeli professor mm-hmm. and space official came out, and when he came out, he uh, made some very interesting statements. He said, straight up, aliens exist. And he said that we've already had contact. We've already talked to these people. We've already had initial, not just initial contact, but started planning. This is what this man said. Do we have any reason to believe him? No. Do we have any reason not to believe him? No. But Trump's reaction is what kind of caused me pause. Now, as a scientist, scientists all know that life is not me me and you talking. Life is actually a certain level of living, respiration, consciousness. That's what life is, right? So if you know anything about space, or if you know anything about our solar system, a lot of our planets and our solar have a lot of moons. Saturn is one of those planets that have a lot of moons. Saturn has a moon called Titan. Titan is actually has a flowing rivers of hydrocarbons. If you don't know what hydrocarbons are, every day you go and you see your tank, gas tank on E, and you pull up to that gas station, you go and put your card in there, or you go inside and pay with that cash, and you put that nozzle in your in, in, <laughs> inside your gas tank. That's flowing, that's what's flowing into that gas tank is called hydrocarbons. So imagine if you can go mine that. That takes away a whole lot of things of fuel. But beyond that, in these flowing rivers of hydrocarbons, there's bacteria. Where there's bacteria, there's life. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? What I mean? When you when you deal with the cl- the cl- uh, classification of kingdoms, of the living kingdoms uh, on this earth, bacteria and archaea bacteria. Those are one of those types of actual living organisms. Living organism. So on this moon of Saturn called Titan, you have bacteria, which is a living organism. Anything foreign to this world is an alien. That is an alien. But people don't think about it that way because we're taught to think on a macro scale and not necessarily a micro scale. So now, with that being the case, that stands the reason there's other life out there. Because you mean to tell me, in our galaxy alone, in our, not our solar system, in our galaxy alone, there's billions of stars. And there's also billions of other galaxies. So in all that, we're the only ones. That would be my point. That would be my point, because there's no way you can be that arrogant to think that 
in all of God's creation. He made one planet with one group of people in it, and we're it. The second thing is that I, I totally believe that governments across the world have already had contact with beings from other planets or other dimensions, but they've also decided that we can't handle it. Or us knowing about it would mean uh, pretty much it would it would it would it would it would uh, put down the, their ability to control the dollar. Just think about it. You've got civilizations on other planets who've been in existence for millions of years, billions of years before us. They could probably cure all of our diseases in what about thirty yeah. days. And it takes away money from and the, it, the, the it rich would, and powerful. It would take away money from the rich and powerful. So they've already decided. No, no, no. You can't. You know. And these people could probably, you know, uh, delete us from the solar system in the blink of an eye if they wanted to. But some kind of way, you know, our our governments have decided or figured out a way to gain power over them to say, nah. Not gain power. Come up with a plausible, hey, see, most organisms. You'll scare them. They'll, they'll try to fight you. Most organisms are community-based. They're symbiotic. They know that there is a give-and-take situation in anything. Just like us and trees. That's a symbiotic relationship. Trees provide us with oxygen, and, tree, and we provide the trees with carbon dioxide. However, that's not the only thing. Because we're only taught to think that way. But trees are the only organism, or plant life is the only organism on this planet that can convert the sun's energy, radiated energy, into usable energy. Not like solar panels. I mean like consumption. We can't consume radiation or radiated heat. We can, we can only consume something that consumes it. So the plant, through photosynthesis, converts that radiated energy into usable energy that we can consume. People don't think about it like that. That's a symbiotic relationship. So somehow they convince them they're not gonna build themselves. That's why you get that's probably that's probably why they buzz their But even even if that is the case, we can only we can only see from three about around three sixty to seven well, I'll say 680 nanometers on the visual spectrum. Mm -hmm. Anything outside of that is invisible to us. That's why we got infrared lights and all that kind of stuff. Anything outside of that is invisible. So if somebody's outside that visible range of our spectrum, they can walk right past you, but they'd be invisible to you because it's not an invisible light for you. In the so back of our eyes, we have what we call rods and cones. So you're saying I'm walking past aliens every day? It could be. And they walk past you, you feel that little breath. You know how you stand there? You say, I feel like somebody around me. Okay, well, I'll apologize. <laughs> I'll apologize to the aliens right now because on days when I eat the wrong foods, I'm probably killing they little old fat. <laughs> well, now, let me, let, me, now let, me, let, me, let me say this. Like, I, I totally agree with you on that. And I think there have been purposely, purposely have been movies that have prepared us for this time. Because if you look at a map of our, of our galaxy, right, the lower left, the lower right-hand corner is where our solar system is. It's a little speck for us to believe that we are the only life in the giant galaxy. When, when our solar system is a little speck in the lower right hand corner, it's a little ridiculous. And if you think about it, you got movies like Star Trek, right? That's when, 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 when President, when, when President, when the Orange Power Ranger said the Space Force, that's immediately what I thought about. And it, it was funny when it came out of his mouth and everybody laughed it off. But to me, this is a perfect way to introduce this to our society. You got men, well, you got movies like Men in Black or uh, uh, what you were talking about a second ago, Mr. Mr. Loki, uh, the movie They Live talked about aliens walking amongst us, but we just couldn't see them. So, you know, uh, Roddy Roddy Piper had his special sunglasses where he could, 
He can outside see of our visual spectrum. Exactly. So, and then you have movies talking about how we in contact with aliens on the dark side of the moon and this, that, and the third. So, I believe that we they, that we've been in contact with, with with beings because I mean, if you really think about it, every time we get this information, it's forty years old. So what I mean by that? They had the internet back in World War Two. Yes. Forty years later, that's when it hit the public. You understand? So. When we finally, when it's finally admitted to that there is life out there, they would have been talking to them and dealing with them for a hundred years by now. Well, my, my thing, my, my thing is this: I just don't like how, you know, people decide that other folk can't handle something more. We're not worthy of it, or you know, just because you figure it's going to interrupt your 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 finances, then you keep that from the rest of us because that's. I mean, we've got enough problems here on this planet. Maybe somebody else could solve our problems. You know, and, you know, them them little Martian, them little other, them real orange dudes. <laughs> but if you, if somebody is upset with this other person because they are brown skin and color, because I'm, I'm not, I'm gonna stop calling people black because we're not truly black. We're brown, right? So if they upset because they're brown, if this person come to them because they and they purple, what you think will happen? Listen. Bring on aliens. That's what I'm doing. What I'm saying, bring them on. I'm about to say, you know, you, well, I know. Let's lay. Matter of fact, ET can come on down here. We'll take him over to the Highlands, have a couple cigars, have some we good scotch. We cool with ET, but the Xenomorphs uh, stay where he at. <laughs> <laughs> we go, we go, chop it up. But look, we're gonna take a station break real quick because we got to do our indie industry artist. What is it? I say it wrong. Indie spotlight. Indie spotlight for the week. Yeah, I say it wrong every time I try to say it. So DJ Nelock is gonna take that over. We're gonna pay some bills right quick and get that person a little 15 minutes of fame, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna wrap it up. So we appreciate y'all listening today. Keep keep listening. Oh uh, no, we can't wrap it up. Stay right? with we us. got a couple other topics. Well, well, wrap it up after we get through with the topics, oh, of course. Okay. But we're gonna take a break and come back, and then you know we're gonna do our thing. So uh, DJ Nelock, take us on into the break. All right, all right. The Sankofa Paradox with Ed D and Loki will return in a minute right after our Indie Spotlight. Today's Indie Spotlight features music from the homie Black Soul, straight out of Hampton, Virginia. This producer has been on a consistent round with this music post, and he recently dropped a new project on Bandcamp called the Foreign Exchange EP yesterday. You can check out his music on all streaming platforms, and you can check him and his beats out on Instagram at Black Soul. That's his username spelled B, the number seven, a-C-K-S-O-L, pronounced Black Soul. We'll be checking out two of his tracks from Foreign Exchange right after our official intermission song, I'm in the Box by Lyrical Preacher. Stay tuned. Yeah. LMR. ISO. It's for all my people in the boxes. You know, those who scared to step outside the comfort zone. This one's for you. Let go. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. And I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box. Hey. I'm in a box. Hey. I'm in a box. Hey. And I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box. Yeah. I'm in a box. Yeah. I'm in a box. Yeah. And I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box. Hey. I'm in a box. Hey. I'm in a box. Hey. And I don't wanna Turn come out. 
swaggy, swaggy, swag. Swaggy. I'm a swagaholic. Swag. I got so much swag, I could make a swag profit. Gucci on my body. Gucci. Louis on my bag. Louis. You love this crappy music, so I gotta pop them cash. Cash out. Pork chop ballin'. Ballin'. Call it balls home. Boink. I get so much money, call it women, female dogs. When I'm in a club, all the people lose control. I'm crazy. And that's because I sold the music industry my soul. So to take my talent and put it in a box so i'll never make enough money to afford a pair of socks no clothes so here i am flexing because i sacrificed my dignity and sealed away my vision just to make it in the industry hey, you gotta do what you gotta do man i sold my own mama for this fame yeah. i'm in a box i'm in a box i'm in a box and i don't wanna come out i'm in a box I'm in a box. Hey. I'm in a box. Hey. And I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box. Yeah. I'm in a box. Yeah. I'm in a box. Yeah. And I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box. Hey. I'm in a box. Hey. I'm in a box. Hey. And I don't wanna sit. come out. Okay, okay, hold up, hold up. I really think I need to address this. Yep. It's funny what a person will do for a gold chain or a diamond necklace. Really? 70% of the time, it's not even about the money. They just want attention. And they're willing to sacrifice their integrity and originality for an honorable mention. Let me get you with a question. Are you really that pressed for the fame? For the fame? That you're willing to limit your talents and gifts to skate your way into the game? Into the game? That's a one-hit wonder. 15 minutes lost of your artistic focus. I mean, can you even imagine me dumbing down my rhyme just to get no day attention? Turn up, turn up, turn up. Turn up. All I do is turn up. I turn up so much I might as well eat a bag of turnips. Hey. You wanna know what's sad? What? I bet you like that line. Mm -hmm. It made no sense at all, but I bet you got crunk off that line. Yeah, you can have that. I'ma stay right here with my gift and my talent. If you really wanna make moves, you gotta step out the box and achieve that balance. Go left field, stand out. Go against the grain and get free. Cause last time I checked, hopping on a bandwagon is not to find who you wanna be. Nah, bro, fuck that. I'm too scared to be myself. I'ma stay in my I'm box. in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. And I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. And I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. And I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. And I don't wanna come out. If you're tired of fitting in, let me hear you say I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. If you'd rather be yourself, let me hear you say I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. If you don't want to be something you're not, let me hear you say I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. And if you're ready to break the mold, let me hear you say I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out.
Yeah, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed our artist industry spotlight for the for the day and for the week. Uh, if you have any talents, uh, if you got spoken word, if you do paintings, drawings, if you got 10 to 32 bars of that hot fire to spit, we want you to go ahead and send that to us at ATL Underground MSE at gmail.com. We'll go ahead and we'll get you spotlighted on the show. If you have a business, if you have a business idea, whatever it is you do, we want to go ahead and get you some some uh, some exposure on the show, get you some airtime, let everybody know what you got going on, who you are, and what you can do. So send that to us at ATL Underground, MSE, at gmail.com. We're going to get back into it. We was talking about a few topics out there, um, uh, a few pertinent current events going on out there and uh we're gonna get into this big topic which is this uh georgia uh senate race thing that we've got going on and if you don't think it's a big deal it definitely is a huge deal because it's going to affect you uh it can affect you positively affect you negatively uh it will definitely affect you neg- negatively if you don't vote go out and exercise your right to vote if you look like me that means you're african-american you definitely need to go out and exercise your right to vote because people died and sacrificed their well-being so that you can get the right to vote, which is also uh, would be one of my top bullet points for any African-American uh, congressman, senator, city councilman, any, anything of, of, of political uh, prominence or power in this country held by the African-American, I would say... Why isn't, why do we have to renew the Civil Rights or whatever it is, Voting Act, every so many years? That should be etched in stone in the Constitution of the United States. That should not be a quasi-gift that we're given every so many years. Oh, guess what? We just renewed you guys' right to vote, so, you know, calm down. No, 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 no. We all, we should, we're American citizens. We should already, we should, it, it should be intrinsically our right to vote being American citizens. So it's not something that, you know, you should be able to toss us every year like, look, we gave you that. No, it, it should already be there. But coming down off, coming down off that high pedestal on that real quick, just to talk about Georgia and this race. Definitely go out and vote tomorrow morning. Um, you know, we, we, we definitely want to turn the state blue. But whoever you voting for, get out there and go vote. It's a very important thing. Uh, if you looked at the debate uh, we were talking about earlier, a couple uh, last week, um, that was a, a huge. I'm going to say it was a huge loss for the uh, for Kelly Leffler. Uh, you know, she's another one of those uh, rich politicians. How <laughs> how are you the richest person in Congress? That doesn't even go together because that that automatically says you automatically cannot relate to any of your constituents because the 95 plus percent of your constituency is struggling every month living from check to check but you sit on your little ivory in your little ivory tower in your little comfortable you know chair you're looking out over the world and you have no problems you want to go purchase a thing you purchase that thing when the bills are due every month you probably not even paying them somebody else is probably paying them and not even saying your husband is paying because he probably has somebody that does all that for him anyway. So how even can you relate? I mean, that 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 in itself should should help you choose the best candidate. 
You know, this is the richest lady in Congress. She she automatically she has zero ability to relate to the average person in her constituency. Duh. How about this? She has no experience. How that too? Well, hell, that that goes out the window because Trump had no experience either, and he's the damn president. So experience but, seems but, to not be a thing to, that matters. Run, but you want to run the state of Georgia. You was appointed with no experience. <laughs> now, I, I don't think because Trump was elected with no experience. You was a you was appointed out of the like out the blue. Mm. Nobody heard your name except for the land for the land of dream. True. Nobody heard your name. So let me get you straight, Brian Kemp. You go and find the the, the, the majority owner of the Land of Dream and say this person will be good <laughs> to serve in the Senate. Why don't you get off the blank? Mm. He's more qualified than she is. Definitely. He actually works in the community. How about he opened that? up Pace Academy. He helped with the, the YMCA. What has she done? Zero. But again, she probably look, she probably looks good in a pair of heels. But again, you are on TV. <laughs> you are on TV, and on your commercial, you had this elderly lady. Who said she called you personally, and you personally called the unemployment office and made sure that she got her unemployment? So I think you are you should give your phone number out <laughs> on your next commercial <laughs> to all the people in the state of Georgia who need help, who need help with their unemployment because there's a lot of them. They can call. You can help them out too. There was another. There was another commercial where it's a female business owner saying that they almost lost their business because of COVID and whatnot. And she personally called Leffler, and Leffler kept her business running. And I, just, I just have a list of questions I would love to ask that lady, or or Kelly Leffler about that situation. But apparently, if your business is falling in the state of Georgia, your business is falling apart. You need to call Kelly Leffler, and she's gonna make sure your business doesn't go under. So I, I don't know what to tell you on that one, but other than, you know, I, you call suspect when it's suspect or you call it bullcrap when you when you see it and smell it. But, you know, that's just somebody sitting right to me there. You just call one person. Again. And she kept your business from getting, getting uh, going, going under. Bankrupt, going under. You know? Again. Right. Again. Out of all the people who you could have appointed to the Senate seat, you picked the one woman who nobody knew in Georgia ain't did much for Georgia. Why didn't you pick Arthur Blank? Or what about being her Ted? What about Ted Turner? You could have picked Ted Turner. Because you know Arthur Blank, you know Ted Turner. Ted, well, Ted Turner, so he is. I don't think he he his age. He's way up there in age. He should be almost ninety so years Trump old by now. And Biden. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you didn't be- you didn't pick Arthur Blank because you know he's not gonna run that agenda. That you want to push, even though he's he's he, I'm pretty sure Arthur Blank is a Republican. He's on your side. Uh-uh, he's a Democrat. He's a Democrat. Oh, yeah. well, then that that's definitely why you didn't pick him. And then number two, even though he's a Democrat and he's high up, but he's still high up on the um, financial scale in in the state of Georgia and in the, in the country. He's not going to run your agenda, so that, I know that's why they didn't pick him. Because he's he's not going to push that bull crap. That Republicans are pushing right now. He's he's not gonna be a part of that. I mean, you also gotta look at it as <laughs> he gave Michael Vick a hundred million dollars. <laughs> I mean, let's be let's be real about it. And, and why you know, while we talk about it, that is definitely a blight on his resume because he gave him Michael Vick a hundred million dollars. I mean, if you understand what you know, the context in which we're talking about, he gave Michael Vick a hundred million dollars to his uh, contemporaries to his. 
um, to his group of people. It's kind of like you gave that a hundred million dollars. So you oh, know, Peyton Manning please, and Tom Brady. Yeah, exactly. During that time period, and please understand reason. that's what that's that's a negative on his resume. And, and I'm sure Arthur Blaine picked up his phone and said, "Superman." <laughs> like he said, "You want to know why I gave it to him? Because I'll see all them seven jerseys." Yeah. Across the world, they still sell. Yeah, yes, yes. And, I mean, the Eagles was when he was selling. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. He say, he, he say, oh, you wanna know why I did that? He turned on TV. See that commercial? <laughs> that that he had a commercial that came on after he just ran for 130 yards and scored a touchdown. Remember that Christmas commercial? Yeah, like, Cartoon. yeah, like that. That's why he got paid. But then it's like, well, well, he fought dogs. Let's talk about what your people do. No. You have no evidence that he fought any dogs. You got him on conspiracy to cruelty to animals. Yeah, but Peter don't care about us. Um, but what, how about the horse races? Ooh. Dog races? Ooh. Back when that was happening, my biggest question is to Peter is, how many um, fur coat factories do you protest on right now? How many? Mm. Leather jackets, that definitely is not like from you, human skin. I mean, like you said, dog races, horse races. How many of those things do you protest on a regular basis? But here you got this one situation with this brother, you know, and, and you know, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's, We're not excusing what happened. Yeah. But the situation seems kind of fishy. You jumped all over it when it was his brother, this, this highly well-paid, slightly arrogant brother on this situation. You jumped all over that, but you know. Who has since humbled himself in his own national TV as an analyst? Yeah. But again, but again, you literally picked the one person that nobody knew. Now, I do understand there might be some confusion right there because no Brian Kemp, he didn't graduate high school until 20 years old. So I would, I would think that he would be an advocate for, you know, high schools and alternative programs because, you know, you, you can't say you had a job, had to work because, you, you know, you're from Mount Money, you know. So, I mean, I'm confused as to why exactly you picked her. Because it ain't like she got a resume. What did a resume mean? Graduated from a school in Illinois, grew up in Illinois on a farm, married her, her boss. <laughs> Then after marrying her boss, he bought her a mansion in Georgia. She moved to Georgia. She bought the Atlanta Dream. I bought majority second Atlanta Dream. She sold off her stocks right before the pandemic. That's her resume. I'm telling you, it was because she looked good in heels. No, she don't. I'm Have you seen that she, woman? She sure don't. She looked like. She Have you ever seen like a Zuni fetish doll? She looked like an alien. That's what she looked like. <laughs> if you ain't ever seen a Zuni fetish doll. <laughs> You gotta watch I, I said, called Trilogy. I, I, said, I said that in my sarcastic voice, by the way. Oh, yeah. man, I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I think people kind of confused when on that. Because that, that, man, watching the debate, though, I felt bad for her for like two seconds. Oh, she got her ass handed to her on the debate. I mean, I was like, Hands down. Roasted. Like, she didn't walk up the stage and slap whoever was talking to her in her ear. <laughs> Three times. But, but you know, the crust, but you know, the crazy thing is, the people listen to that rhetoric. And I know a lot of military people. That the Republicans gonna say, well, he said, well, that's you can't serve God in the military. The military is not your God. Facts. I'm about to say, there's only one God if you're a Christian. But so people forget that part. You shouldn't, you should, I mean, the military shouldn't be on the same level as God. To, to the military people that are gonna fall prey to that foolishness, it's not about 
the military being your God is the fact that he mentioned the word military in the same phrase as you can't and that that's a negative uh, light or connotation put on you know what he said there it's not that he that, that he's trying to say that you know you you're making the military your God is the fact that he said military and you can't and that that that's what's the the negative players on and like I say uneducated people that are easily led are gonna fall for it everybody but he, else anybody else who hears that's gonna understand I didn't hear the full context of that one statement so I can't really put a lot of of, of, of uh, what's the word I'm looking for can't put a lot of uh, weight weight or credence into into you know what I just heard because I wasn't there for the full message but that this Trump's base the Republican Party's base of, of, of slightly uneducated, easily led people, they're going to jump all over that and, that and they reign supreme in the military. You got some stupid-ass people in the military. I mean, you, I, I spent eight years in Marine Corps. I've gone around some dudes that I was absolutely afraid to be around in some situation because I'm like, you are dumb as a bucket of shrimp. But if you, if you listen to the debate, he actually explained that thoroughly. When, when, because she, she brought it up again, and he was, he basically said that you, you have to have a, if you have your, it's all about morality, and if you have your morality and set up, God is first. You can be a great Christian and a great soldier if your moral, moral compass is right. It's just like uh, 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 all orders are not good orders. That's they got correct. movies out here about where you know you're a good soldier if you disobey that bad order. You understand what I'm saying? And this is basically what he was referring a few good to. Men. Exactly, a few good men. Definitely. It's a perfect example of that. I mean, and this is the thing. I mean, even bad orders like uh, casualties of war. But how about that? So it's one of the things where as you're trying to make that your scenario, but Lafler, what have you done for the military, the veterans? Mm. Well, how have you helped them? You're talking about them, using them as a ploy. Mm. How have you helped them? And again, I, I am not ex-military, but I have family that are. And I'm going to tell you, it, it saddens me to see the state of how the men and women that serve this country that they're in. How they don't, a lot of them don't even get their military benefits. Nope. Yep. A lot of them are stripped from their military benefits. Why? Because I, I want, I didn't follow in the moral order. I mean, it's one of the things where it's again. Or either they, or either they don't get to retirement because they were smicked six months off for retirement, but they couldn't PT anymore and they get put out. Now they done served honorably, then got all tore up in some other person's country doing combat and you won't even let them ride six months or they got to get to retirement. Or they got a dishonorable discharge because they wouldn't play the game. That happens as well. That happens again, also. So I don't want to turn this into about the military, but I get sick and tired of politicians using the military as a, as a ploy game. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do that, how about, one, you serve in the military before you start to use them as a ploy? Oh, oh or like, like, like or you could be like Trump and dodge it because I got a doctor's note. Or actually do something for veterans or do something for right. them. Right. My, my, my thing is this. When people come back from a freaking combat zone, they need some time for, for debrief. Mm -hmm. But you don't just bring somebody home from serving a combat, a forward area, and just give them right back to their family. Uh-uh. You need to bring them in. They need to talk to somebody. They need to unload. Because the family isn't going to know how to do that. You're just going to go home to the wife, and she's fully equipped with how to talk to you about what you've been through. 
the or the husband. He doesn't know how to talk to you because he he wasn't there. He or he's never been there. Mm-hmm. So why not provide training? You know, for the this is what you need to talk to your husband or your wife about. You know, when they come back home, or you know, uh, uh, we're going to do uh, X amount of days or months with them before they come back home, and you know, they, when they get to you, you know, there needs to be something a whole lot more than what's done now. Oh, how about this? A soldier in a foreign country, they just bombed the village. He has to go in and do recon. In that recon in the rubble, you see a lot of burnt children's bodies. Mm. After that, he then gets leave. He gets cycled out. They remove him from his deployment. He comes back home. He walks into his house. He goes in the house and sees his children laying in the bed asleep. And then somebody throws a firecracker. You think that man gonna be okay? No, he gonna see those children in the bed. He gonna see rubble, bodies in rubble. He, when he hear that firecracker, he gonna think gunshots and bombs. Or he if somebody were to make stuff. a certain move, or right. you know, a, a, a startle so them. That, but that's when you send them back to their family mm-hmm. without any help, without any support. Mm-hmm. Like they gonna be okay. That, of course, their marriage might end up breaking up because all he sees is bloody dead bodies. And, and the spouse is not equipped to deal with. Uh, the mental strain that takes place in a combat zone. Whether they ex-military or not. Whether yeah, they're they're not they're not. Because if you're a man officer, you're not on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to deal with that. You can tell. And then again, for us, especially African American men and women, we all the time we deny mental health services because we don't want to seem weak. Exactly. You don't want to lose something because if you if you do have uh, one of the things, the stigmas is. If, Mental health issues mean you can't carry a weapon in this country. You can't get a weapons permit if you have a mental health issues. You that, can't protect that, your family. That, so exactly. One thing that you so, know, that yeah. bang bang shoot them up because that's what you were taught. Yeah. You can no longer you can no longer protect your family. Exactly. And you I'm gonna can't be okay own with any that. weapons. Yeah. Man. And then some people won't won't even hire you. No, if because you they have, think you they they, yeah. they think that you're Unst- going to be unstable, a, unstable exactly. and you're going to cause problems in the environment. So the all these things are going against men and women that serve this country. That you said we're fighting for freedom, right? So how, why you do your freedom fighter like that? Mm. Why you do your liberator like that? Mm. How about it? So let's, because you know we we could be on that subject all day. Let's go ahead and skip to a, a lighter thing, and that's the NBA season has started. Already again, like, it started like <laughs> again. They going forward. <laughs> I mean, I, I sat there and watched the Lakers beat the Clippers again. Mm-hmm. Without without LeBron and AD and KCP, they had Kawhi and Paul George in the lineup. Yeah, and Patrick Beverly, and still lost. Yeah. You lost to Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, Atlanta, you should know that name. Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. You lost to uh, Montrez Harrell. But how did they let Dennis Schroeder go? Like, that was going to be your next star. They 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 wanted Jeff Teague. They thought Jeff Teague was, you know. Stupid. Well, I think that also at the time, that was during that period of time, they were were reorganizing. Reorganizing. So they did a clean house. They're losing. (laughs) Right, but after (laughs) after Russ left, Schroeder was your guy. Yeah, he was. After who left? After Russ? Wait, who? Uh, uh, um, Westbrook, Westbrook, yeah. We're talking about Atlanta, bro. No, what, what's the name? Uh, the the sixth man of the year that's that's playing for them now that, that just left from Oklahoma City. That's Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, we're talking about when he was in Atlanta. Yeah. we talking about him, Atlanta, and Jeff T. See, Oklahoma City has been winning since then. How about that? Uh, uh, Atlanta has not. Here, here's he should have left Oklahoma City. Here, here's my he thing. Got traded though, so I ain't. The Lakers just won <laughs> the <laughs> World Championship how long ago? Two months. 
They just won the world championship two months ago. They get, they get, they grab, wrap that around your head. Two months ago, this is what, December? Yes. That was October where the L.A. Lakers were just crowned world champions. The GM got something to prove, though. Is that is that uh, is this an asterisk world champions that they have? No. And, is, and now this is the real one? Or what, what what's happening? He what, make, what are we he doing make, here? He about to make sure that's not the asterisk. Because he got the president of basketball operations got something to prove because he got a magic ousted. So he gotta he gotta be super president. First of all, Magic ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Magic sitting there on the LA Dodgers. He just won the championship. Yeah. No, I understand that, but I'm saying like look at look at look at the bad press he caused for Magic, right? I mean, magic I, don't care because nah, nah. he Magic. Because you told Magic built that team. Exactly. Yeah. But but, but just like just like what's the name built the um built the the, the, the Golden State Warriors? He still don't get no props for it. I like this. Rob Palenka. Would never be better than Magic in no parts of the NBA. So mm-hmm. Rob Lincoln would on what he was Kobe's agent. Hey, you you was Kobe's agent. Hey, let Magic do his thing. Magic got LeBron there. He got AD there. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Let's just let hey let Magic do his thing behind the scenes. You now got Dennis Schroeder. You got a squad. Mm-hmm. Like you went out and got a squad. Mm-hmm. Will your role play your bench players average 18 points? You have a squad. Yeah. When they beat the Clippers with their with their stars on the bench chilling, yeah. like, hey, dancing stuff. Yeah. You got a squad. They got the super dog. I'm gonna tell people though. Russ just got traded to Washington, and he's up there in Washington D.C. with Bradley Beal. That's about to be serious. So you might want to watch out for that backcourt. Yep. I mean, about to be serious. Everybody like, well, John Wall and James Harden, James Harden don't want to be there. James John Harden. Wall got the James Harden say, hey, look, James Harden on his way out. It's like, look, hey, trade me to Philly, trade me to Brooklyn, trade me somewhere where I'm going to win the championship. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to happen because it's straight up. They can't beat the Lakers on their best day. Who was that? Who was that? They can't beat them? The Houston Rockets. No, they can't. Yeah. Now, you got Boogie Cousins and you got John Wall. I'm about to say Boogie just dropped 14, which is pretty good coming off the kind of Yeah, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because you got to forget, you also got Steph. He's back. He ain't got Clay, but... Wait, Clay left the. Uh, no, no Clay is hurt. He, he broke. He, uh, he's ruptured his Achilles. Yeah, he, he done. He came back. Oh and yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's ruptured right, the right, other. Yeah, it don't matter. You got Steph. Yeah. You got Steph. You got Andrew Wiggins. You got Draymond Green. You just got the number two overall. Pick. How you let the Golden State Warriors get the number two overall? Pick? Hold on, hold on. And that big man that they picked, James Wiseman. He's not. He's not no joke. No, he's not. That's he's why he's no the number joke. two overall pick. Not no and joke. Then, and then, and then, you know, and you still got your bench. I mean, you got Andrew Wiggins. So, former number. Andrew Wiggins, but they, he, 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 iffy, bro. But the boy gonna score twenty. It don't he, matter. Here's he's my thing, iffy. though. He like Allen Houston. He give you an empty twenty, man. It, it don't it, matter. It, Steph ain't gonna give you an empty anything. Here's my thing, though. COVID came on in March, let's say March 2020, right? We'll just say March 14, because that's when everything starts shut down. Okay. So March 14, 2020 is when COVID hit. Basketball season wasn't even in yet. Yeah, so, it was. Yeah. No, it wasn't? Yes, it was. Basketball season starts in October, bro. Yes, sir. Okay. So, where, where were we in the season when? It was in the last quarter. So, normally the season would have ended when? June. Okay. So... This past season was to make up for the season they didn't have. So now they're starting the season on time. Is that what we're doing? No. no. season just not starting. On they time just, is in October. Just changed it. They just changed the whole way things are running. I, I, on time is in October. Yeah. This is crazy, October, man. Go to June. Well, I mean, if, if their bodies can handle it, more power to them. This no, is weird. Now LeBron would have been chilling. We are, yeah, I, I saw that. He probably won't play on Christmas Day. Nah, he probably won't. He definitely won't play on Christmas Day. 
But again, we just crowned a champion, but, but, and now we're finna start the season all over again. That's, I look at it like this. It's crazy. The other thing is also, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, he they, they just won a championship, but you got other teams that ain't played since March. Oh, so you said they're gonna have a little advantage? I mean, no, because they're gonna suck still. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they. Didn't, I mean, be real. Oh, we suck again. Yeah, like, <laughs> be real. They they weren't they, they weren't in the bubble. They were in the bubble. They was they was at the house looking like everybody else. So who did, who did what decided what teams went into the bubble? The top twelve teams, I think. So team. at that point, whenever they made that decision, if you were in top twelve of the league, you had to be you have to be within a certain amount of points to actually make it to the playoffs. So if that if you weren't there, you were sitting out. Like the Minnesota Timberwolves, they was at home. They were watching everybody else. Yeah. Golden State Warriors, they were at home. Wait, Golden State wasn't in this. No, they were in the bubble. Oh, no, remember that Clay and Steph was hurt. Huh. Now what had the number two overall pick? Oh, well, Chicago Bulls will sit at the crib. Atlanta Hawks uh, will sit at the crib. We definitely the Hawks will sit at the crib. So I mean, it's one of the things where it's, you know, it's one of the things where it's, you gotta look at it as, hey, you know, you all, you know, y'all suck. Y'all got some top picks. New York Knicks was at the house. Of course, we did. They sucked. They, 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 We've been sucking ever since we traded John Starks. No, y'all been sucking. Yeah, 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 no, no, we wasn't. Right. Don't try it. I mean, when Pat knew it, he was on point. John Starks wasn't a great. You're missing the point. That's what that was the squad. Patrick Ewing, John Starks, Charles Oakley, Anthony Mason. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Grandma Ma. That was the squad. Grandma Ma. Larry Johnson, you don't know what it is? Yeah, Grandma Ma, we know, is play for the Charlotte Hornets. Okay, but he played, he came Him to the and Knicks and no, played he, good he for came us, to too. New York, ain't nobody care about Larry Johnson. Oh, the, the, that's what you think. Because we, we care about Alonzo That's Moore. what you care. That's what you think. You had the Charlotte Hornets with Alonzo Mourning, Larry Johnson, Nick Anderson, Muggsy Bowles. That was a squad it, right it, there. It definitely was a squad. You know what I'm saying? That was it, the it, squad. They, they didn't hold it together. I was happy when he came to the Knicks. I said, we need you. But at that time, he was He was on his down climb. Yeah, like, everybody care about Larry it he wasn't was, no Grandma Mom commercial after that. Yes, it was. We were sorry. We was seeing Lil Penny. No, you hate. <laughs> uh, we was seeing Lil Penny. Yeah, please don't get it twisted. We was definitely on Lil Penny. We were watching Lil Penny in the Sprite commercials. When, when, That's when, fine. when. He still was doing good, though. Larry he still Johnson was all about the, the Knicks and the Bulls back then. So let's don't get it twisted. I mean, I'm just saying. Nobody, though. everybody knew there was only one team that could beat them at that, that could beat the Bulls at that time, and that was the Knicks. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it what wasn't. are you talking about? And what year you they did beat? What are you talking about? The this, the six gone. years that Jordan ruled the world. What are you saying? The six years that throughout Jordan the Jordan world. era, there was. Uh, but I'm not talking about when he was coming of age. I'm talking about when he became his. I got, a, I got a question. When Jordan retired, who went to the, the finals in the East? The Knicks. No, it was no, it was the, no, it was the Knicks. But okay, so one year was the Knicks, another year it was Orlando Magic. Like I said, it was the Knicks. No, no. The other year was Orlando Magic. Okay, but you asked who went, and I told you the Knicks That's went. That's right. In the two years. So one year was the Knicks, the other year was Orlando Magic. That's fine. They both got their tails beat. But one year was the Knicks. First of all, when the Knicks lost, we went up against the Dream, and it was an epic battle. So mean, it wasn't no it, tail it, beat. That battle wasn't that epic. It wasn't no tail beat. You mean when now, I the Magic? The Magic got their tails beat when they went. We no, went seven didn't. games, and it came down to the last second shot. Thank you very much. So you saying? So you think a lot? You think Patrick Ewing? Is better than Shaquille O'Neal. I never said that, but Patrick had 40 and Elijah had 40. It was an you epic think, matchup. You think John Starks was better than Penny Hardaway? I think John Starks was better than Mad Max, and that's who the matchup was. John Starks played what position again? Shooting guard. He was a two. He was a two? Yes. I, I don't remember. I, I, know, I, know, I know because you was looking at your team. Oh, y'all don't have one in St. Louis. That's right. No, but we got, we got more championships in New York. No, you know you don't. No, we do, we do have more NBA championships in New York. No, you don't. 
Yes, we do. How many you got? We got how many y'all got? One. Okay, we got one, and we ain't got All no right, team. Then you don't got more. <laughs> That's my point. Wait, wait. But we don't have a team though. <laughs> we ain't got a team though. That's and fine. One, wait, we got a chance to get another go. one. You don't. Oh, I mean, you're right. You got. You know a chance what? We both got more than Atlanta. Wait, you got a chance to get another one. Wait, we, no, we wait a minute. I want in. I don't even wait a minute. Don't don't get on me. Wait, wait, wait. Don't get on me to avoid his wrath. Wait. We would share the championship with Atlanta because they got the band, yeah we share it with them. Don't get okay. on me hey, to avoid. It's, it's hanging up in the State Farm Arena. That's it says right. St. Louis, That's but right. it's hanging up in the State Farm Arena. Don't they get stole, on so me to avoid. We ain't got no football team they either. They stole your championship then. We ain't got no football team either. That's your fault. Anyway, don't be jumping on my my goddamn city. Wait, wait. Y'all got y'all had the greatest person Shit. of all time in my opinion. You had Muggsy Bowles and uh and, and Dominique. Uh, Spud Webb. Spud Webb. Excuse See, me. And, you, you, and, no, and turn, the turn this mic off. Turn this mic off. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you can't. Know, you bro. can't talk about sports you, anymore. Turn, yeah, you're killing us, bro. Turn this mic off. Some, quiet, somebody come quiet. get together. Doctor Funkenstein, you're off. And don't remember what you're saying. You're, you're Doctor Funkenstein, you're off. You say that those dicks were great. No. I don't think they were that great. It was the only team that could beat the Bulls. Now they was. They didn't beat the Bulls. Hold up. When they didn't beat the Bulls, the Bulls. But you don't get the Bulls. Bro, you talking about before my team was even created. You talking uh, about the Pat bad boys. Got drafted in you talking about, you talking, that's before the, the Knicks team I'm talking about was created. Pat Riley created the team I'm talking about. Okay, so let me get it straight. So, because at that time, Pat Riley was coaching the Lakers. Uh, you know, because at that time, that's when the Knicks and You're talking the about Celtics before the team I'm talking about was created, but go ahead. Well, okay, what years are you talking about so I can have a clear understanding? I'm talking about the 90s Knicks. The 90s Pat Knicks, Pat Riley right? was the coach of the Knicks when this happened. So the, the 90s Knicks, right? The yeah. 90s Knicks, right? And they won how many Eastern Conference Championships? No. They didn't win none because they, they all they lost them all to the, to the Bulls. No, no, they won, no, no, they didn't win one. When we went to the Bulls. Right, they won one, right, yeah. in the 90s. So they were so great, they only won one. That's because they had to stop the greatest of all time. Chill out, man. Wait, wait, wait. But they had, they had to stop the greatest of all time. The Bulls only won six championships, right? That's the era, yeah. Okay, but how many years in a decade? <laughs> Two of those years he wasn't there. But how many years are in a decade? Yeah, we know what it is. Okay, so how many years in a decade? It's 10, that's fine. 10, right? He, so Michael Jordan won six. So you tell mm -hmm. me the Knicks were in the other four that Michael Jordan wasn't in? Like I said. No, no, not like other, you say it. It was in the other two, yes. No, they were not. Yes, they you were. You had the Sixers, you had the Pacers, you had the Knicks, and the you had Sixers the Sixers were not even, what are you talking about, the Sixers? Yes, Allen Iverson and the Sixers. That's after. That's after Michael. That's when, that's why, that's why, when the, man name, that's why the man name is the answer, because he was the answer to Michael Jordan. That's yeah, when I mean, Michael was on the down, was on the down low. I'm going to say it like this. The Knicks were not the best team besides the Bulls. Yes, and, they were. You, you know, talking about teams that wasn't the, the Sixers when they got Allen Iverson, and and, and then, uh, then when you look at Penny and Shaq, that was towards the end of Penny the of, of his airness. Penny and Shaq was in '94. That was toward, like I said, it was towards the end of his airness. The Knicks went to the, the Knicks went to the Michael championship. Michael Jordan came back and won I believe, three in '98. I believe the Knicks went to the, the Knicks went to the championship and lost in '94. Right, they uh, lost to uh, the uh, Rockets. Uh, they lost to the, the Rockets. Lost to the Rockets won in 94 right? Right, because that, that was the key okay, in the dream. So, okay, so stop there. Mm -hmm. So the Rockets won in 94 95, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. In 94, they played the Knicks. In 95, they played the, the. No, 94, they played the Magic. In 95, they played the Knicks, right? No, 94, they played the Knicks. And then 95, they played the Magic. I don't know who they played in 95. Now, I, mean, I know it was Penny and Shaq. I know, I know, I know. I remember when they got. I remember when they got swept out of the playoffs by the Bulls, but that's. 
That's what I remember. Again, so again, that next year, Penny and Shaq got swept by the Bulls. The next okay. year, right? Uh-huh. So, again, so that's 94, 95, and then in 90, 99 and 2000, right? Because that's 10 years. I, think, I want to say in 95... Uh, no, Jordan was still gone by then. So I think 95, that's when Jordan we lost. Jordan came back in 96. That's he what I'm saying. Yeah, 95, I think that's when we lost 96, to. 96, 97, 95 is when we lost to Reggie Miller, I think, in that in that great. In oh, that, so the next one to the Pacers. Like yeah. I just said. Like I just nah, said. But that was, that was, that was, they cheated. Oh, the guy they cheated. Oh, First okay. of all, he scored 15 points in seven seconds. The man fouled like three people and they didn't call so a foul. So again, like, they look lost at the, Look at the footage. They, they cheated. lost to the who? They cheated. They lost they to Tom the who? Brady's my team. Anytime you're having a sports discussion and somebody goes, oh, they cheated. That's, that's <laughs> bull. Really? really? Oh, they that's tuck, bull. They tuck ruled my team. They tuck ruled your team on a basketball court. So did somebody pound the ball? They, they they created they created Reggie Miller rules oh, they, in that they moment. Created, they created Reggie they Miller. They allowed Reggie Miller to literally put, like it was just Being like it was just like what time. LeBron did. They allowed LeBron to judo flip, dog uh, uh Draymond Green, step over him like he was a chump, and then when Draymond got up, they suspended so him for it. You're, it was the same saying, scenario. You're saying that the universe cheated the Knicks. No, I'm saying that I'm saying that the NBA cheated the Knicks. Oh, so moment. the NBA executives were not on the court cheated the Knicks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, this is what we call Trumpism. <laughs> for the, yeah, for the record, <laughs> you're, mean, you're having a sports discussion with somebody, and all you got to revert back to is they cheated. And you you already lost the conversation. That's you lost. So, that's Trump. We, yeah, we understand, lost. dear New York fan. It's like Trump said they cheated. He lost. But yeah. I mean, but none nonetheless, the fact of the matter is, when they traded John Starks and Charles Oakley, which were the hearts of the team, my Hopefully team been trash. For the last 30 years. Starks was so. not the heart of everything. Starks John was. Starks had Charles one good Oakley play where he blocked one of Jordan's dunks, and then all of a sudden he's uh, his great player. No, 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 no. Charles, Charles, John Starks has several great plays. Um, he posterized Jordan, the only person to ever posterize That's Jordan. incorrect. Let's get that. Okay, well, maybe it's one more other person. I got the poster Sean hanging Kemp in my house. <laughs> that's fine. Sean Kemp. Man, 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 man. That's fine. Sean Kemp did it. So that's two people to posterize his areas. Number two, Starks is one of the few people to drop 30. And actually, and Jordan came on the interview and said, I don't know who this did. Reggie Miller and Al Hodge did that too. How about that? If on the ABC, but if we don't Stopping, we not gonna win. We're not gonna win this game. And he, and he was right. So, so let's, uh, let's get that straight. Joe Dumars did too, though. Oh yeah, Joe, the workhorse. Yeah. But you just said John Starks. I said he's one of the few. Oh, uh, few. How many is a few? Three, four. That's fine. It wasn't that many. Okay. Because Jordan played that real defense. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm just asking. So, Cried, Drexler, Terry Porter, all of them, they don't count either? I didn't say they didn't count. But you said few. I said one, of the, few. I I said one of the few. That's what the word few means more I, than one. We know you have a man crush on John Starks. We understand. Nah, you know, how, how, how you doing too much? You like him. No, you nah, argue for this man very, very hard. I better be going to the much. crib. He got a whole wall. Just Starks. John Starks. Nah, definitely. <laughs> Starks. Definitely, no. With a heart around it. Definitely got, definitely got, definitely got just as much love as Charles Oakley because Charles Oakley embodied what New York is. Hard work. Come in here. And who did Charles Oakley come from to go to New York? I think that was the dumbest thing the Bulls did when they let him go. Because they traded, that we traded them Bill Cartwright and and they gave us Charles Oakley. That was a lopsided trade in my opinion. Who won the championships though? That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) The trade ain't too lopsided. All right, so we just wanted to have a little fun at the end of the show because it was kind of, it was getting kind of tense. And everything, uh, we just want to say we thank you. I appreciate it. Final word, Dr. Funkenstein. Basically, my final word 
is you need to make sure that we go out here and we vote, okay? Like, 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 you need to understand the type, the thought process of these people. Look at who these people are before they're running for office. Kelly Leffler has said that Black Lives Matter is 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 a hoax, and she said that they're a quote unquote Marxist organization that will destroy America. Think about that. And her her NBA uh, her WNBA team was like, who you what? And they came out and wore vote Warnock shirts. Think about that for a minute. If she warring with her employees, okay? So now if you are somebody who understands the injustices that are going on and believe that an injustice done to one is an injustice done to everyone, then you need to understand the mind and the thought process of somebody who, who, who who's out here so you can vote properly and vote morally. Also think about the fact that instead of informing the public, she played down the pandemic and sold off her, all her stock. Look at how much money was made in that moment. So paid played down a pandemic long enough so she could make enough money. Then start to say, hey, you might want to, you know, stay in the house. So it's very important that you understand that this mid this election and then the midterm election, when it comes up, it's for our future. Alright? Like, like, like that we are on the cusp of being able to to really right a lot of wrongs of the past. And that is why you hear people upset about that right now. So don't don't stop before you get to the finish line. Get up tomorrow, get out there, and vote. I'm gonna pick it back on that and just say again, vote, 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 vote. Uh, let's turn Georgia blue. And if nothing else, uh, just so we can piss off a lot of people. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely the protagonist on this one. I, I love to see the faces of Republicans uh, when things don't go their way. So you know what, damn it, let's get out there, let's vote blue, let's turn, let's turn Georgia blue. Cause when I argue with with, with uh, opponents on Facebook and other places about politics in the country, I, I have to be able to remind them that, oh yeah, by the way, you know you lost Georgia. <laughs> so let's let's get up out the bed tomorrow, y'all. Let's go vote. Let's let's put uh, let's let's do some John Ossoff. I don't I don't care. But, you know, as as I guess quasi journalists being on radio, we, we shouldn't tell you. But damn it, uh, Warnock and Ossoff is is going is going to rock Georgia. So let's go ahead and do that and get that done. Uh, we've had enough of of of, of Leffler and and that other guy. So uh, let's get out there and vote. Let's make this thing happen. Let's turn Georgia blue. Be good to each other. Do something good for somebody else. Stay prayerful, stay positive, get the negative vibes up away from Ranya, and we're going to see you next time on Sankofa Paradox. Uh, Loki, what you got for? Anybody that tells me that my life mattering is a hoax, I have a problem with it. I'm not going to tell you to vote for it because you got to vote for your interests. But I got to ask you, is that really your interest? Is it really aligned with your interests? Does this person that you're voting for really speak for you? Are they, are they speaking for your best interest? Because I can tell you straight up, saying something like that, even if you believe that, but to say it out loud means that you don't believe my life matters. And then to actually go with something that you ain't never served in the military. You ain't in the, I have not seen you argue for one thing on the military. But to say that, like, oh, you a champion for the military, that's disrespectful. 
That's disrespectful. And then to say that you understand being poor because you worked on a farm, that don't mean your farm was poor. Like, I mean, I, I think people got to understand. That doesn't mean your farm was poor. I mean, literally, your farm is not poor just because you work on it. There are some rich farmers. So don't sit up to say, I worked on the farm, so I know how. No. Because I don't know what you did on that farm. You could have been that one sister that don't get up and do nothing. So that doesn't, that doesn't validate you at all. But let's talk about what you did since then. What have you done? You married up. Got you. You moved to Georgia. Got you. You, I don't even know what you do for a living anymore because you married your, your boss. So I don't know what your job is besides getting, oh, oh, you own the Atlanta Dream. When the last time the Dream won? And then the same people you employ, you told them that their lives mattered and it was a hoax. And then when you talk about Captain Cheeto and his tantrums, come on now, bro. Lose gracefully. Lose gracefully. If you a billionaire, you good. You're going to leave office and you straight. You got your billions, you think. Besides all them loans that you got to pay back, that you probably ain't going to pay back. NBA season started. It gives us something else to take our minds off of all the, the, the things, that, the evils that's going on in the world right now. If there are aliens out there, God, Lord, please help us with this pandemic. Because truth be told, this this vaccine that they about to administer to everybody and military people, I, my prayers are with you. Because I know for a fact a lot of vaccines y'all got in the past have messed y'all up royally. Messed you up royally. So I, I, I'll pray for you. You frontline workers that they're going to they about try to force you to get this. Hey, man, tell them you got some type of illness that's going to... I mean, be, let's be real about this. Something that is not as tested, I don't care what they say the results are. It still has not been approved by the FDA. So... That's the kick. Nobody's nobody paying attention to that. It has not been proved by the, approved by the FDA. But it's about to be administered. Hmm, interesting. So, everybody... Pray for your family. Watch out for your family. Protect your family. Protect each other. Support each other. Support black businesses out here. I mean, and I mean actual black businesses. Not businesses out there that claim to be black businesses. Because so look, I say I employ you to do your research and make sure it's actually a black business. And not somebody trying to falsify themselves as their black business. So support your black businesses, support your people, support your minority businesses. Period. Point blank. Because they need our help. They want to stay afloat. They want to feed their families as well. Support them. Support everybody. Um, support this, the station. We will continue to, to represent for our people out there. We continue to allow people to have a voice. We will continue to play indie music. We will continue to highlight minority businesses. This is what we do. Support our children. Support schools. Support the things that are going on. And with that being the case, we love everybody. Thank you for supporting us. Hey, yo, ATL, World, America, we out. Yeah, yeah. Jim Deuces. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sankofa Paradox with Ed D and Low Key on ATL Underground Radio. 
We are live every Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with a playback of today's episode available Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. So be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend and check us out at MajorSmartENTLLC.com. You can also download the free app on Google Play and the Apple Store by typing in ATL Underground in the search bar. Got a topic you'd like to hear us touch on? Shoot us an email at MajorSmartENT at gmail.com with your suggestions. Catch you on the flip side, and we'll see you next Sunday.